0: Alright, I, w- I want to talk to us, I want to talk about to you about eternal values, so I don't even have a, it's a scary thought, I don't have a main text tonight, so <laughs> just keep up, okay? Just keep up, I'll try and be good about giving us scriptures, but I want to just talk about the signs of the times because really what's eternally valuable to us today, we need to keep in focus. And if we don't have, it's like our eyes aren't set and fixed on what's eternal, we're likely gonna stumble and trip up. Okay, so we don't wanna do that. But I'm going to pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to come right now. How many we Fernando already just released something for our eyes, but I believe that the Lord wants to open things for us so that we can discern the times and the seasons and what God's doing. Are you good? All right. Because there are things I believe that the Lord wants to highlight. And um, we live in the most incredible times. I don't know, I just feel like we live in the most amazing time. And I'm excited for what's, up, what's around the corner. I'm excited, doesn't matter who wins the election, I just, I'm excited, you know? And the Spirit of God wants us to be ready, in season, out of season, wants us just to be ready. And the only way that happens is if we spend more time in the presence of God and we, and we have these things that we begin to value and, and and grab hold of... But the Lord wants to release a mantle tonight. I know that. So that's why I didn't want to end. I was going to end with communion, but I just felt like God wants to deposit something on us so that we receive this, this mantle that he wants to give to us. And I'm actually rehearsing things that the Lord has already said and spoken. But I think we missed it. And I actually went back to certain things that he spoke and certain revelatory uh, things. And I've actually been writing... Pray for me as I'm writing. Pray. No, it's good. But I, I just feel like God's going to give me this opportunity to rehearse the things. You know, God gives us things and we don't step up into the measure of what he wants, what, what he actually wants out of that. And so I'm actually doing this more for me than you. I'm going to be selfish about it because I realize that when God begins to open things up for us, He begins to download things to us. There's a measure that He wants us to step into, but He wants us to step into the fullness of it. And I believe as all revelation, as you receive something from the Lord, something new begins to open. Even after, you, after you've after you received something, if you go back into your history with God, and you begin to listen to what He spoke in the past, and you go from that point, To where he wants to really take you because he will open up new things in new realms and new levels to you from old things that he's spoken to you. I'm telling you, and he wants us to step back into those places in this hour. So I'm just going to, just go with me to Daniel, or you can write these down maybe and I'll just run them. Daniel chapter 2 verse 21, 22 says, And he changes the times and seasons and he removes kings and raises up kings and he gives wisdom to the wise Say, I want to be a wise virgin. Yeah, he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. Ask the Lord for understanding. Lord, I need more understanding because I want revelatory knowledge. And then he says this. He said he reveals deep secrets. He he knows what's in the darkness and light dwells with him. Mark chapter 4, verse 11. It says, He said to them, To you have been entrusted the mystery of the kingdom of God. That is the secret counsels of God that are hidden from the ungodly. But to those outside of our circle, He's speaking to His disciples. Everyone in here, say, I'm a disciple. You're a disciple. So you're in that circle where God wants to speak to you and reveal things and open things up to you. Right? And He says this, to those outside the circle, everything becomes a parable. That means there's outside things that, that the Lord is saying, right? He's giving things in parables in plain, but people don't understand it because it's been placed in a, in, a par- in a parabolic or symbolic way. And I'm going to touch some things tonight because I feel like the Holy Spirit wants to bring us into a place where we receive from him the secret things, And he wants to open up the secret things to us right and there's a mantle that he wants to drop on us tonight that's gonna be special it's gonna be beautiful I'm I'm excited for what how he's gonna do it but there's it's our generation that's been the most we listen I feel like we are the most privileged and I don't care if tomorrow uh, all everything goes even worse than it's been I I I you know, we pray, we want the, we want the country to be intact, we want things to, I'm praying, I'm interceding. Listen, this is, now is a time where we need to pray and intercede, because these things that Daniel said, these things that, that Jesus said, to you have been entrusted, the mysteries, God wants to open mysteries, and the only way the mysteries are opened is the, is you, you get into this place where you are in un, un, unsatisfied with how you pray, and what, what your relationship with the Lord looks like, and you press into a deeper place. Because I'm telling you that the Lord is wanting to open up things in the spirit realm to the church, right? So that the principalities and powers of this age are taken down, because we are in this place, positioned to receive from the Holy Spirit. But how many, how many are not there yet? It's okay, you can say it. You know, God wants to bring us up into a new level. It's okay. See, we have to come to a place of what our condition is, right? This is the whole thing about repentance, right? God, I'm not in the place where I need to be, but you're bringing me there. And I want to go there. And as long as you have this place where you're willing to come into an atmosphere, willing to set yourself apart, willing to, to just go aside, set aside and receive from Him, because there's two things that are going to bring us on the right trajectory. That's the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. That's, that's the only two things in the earth. You as a believer, the only two things that are going to point you, point you, shoot you, you know, launch you, however you want to put it, in the right direction, is the Holy Ghost and the Word of God. And I need, I need the Holy Spirit in so much more drastic way than I even received him yesterday. And I know he wants to bring us into a place where he begins to unlock things, unload things. And it's not just so we can go ooh and ah about the revelations we have. It's, because it's about winning the world for Christ and the explosion of God's power on the earth. So it's, you know, the Lord is looking for those who are seeking the unspeakable treasures. You know, he has unspeakable things that he wants to give. Remember, Paul, he said, there were things that I saw that were unspeakable in heaven that I can't even repeat to any man. And I'm telling you, it gave him this understanding of the spirit and of the realms of the spirit that he that he he, he knew only because he had been in that place. Look at your neighbor and say, it's available for you. It's available for us if we've just, if we just determined that we're going to step into that place and step into those. So, as we're given eyes to see and ears to hear, we begin to experience continual, everyone say, awareness. You know, yesterday, I was in a, I was in a place with a lot of people, but I was aware of God's presence. And God wants to make you, come on, son and daughter of God, God wants to make you very aware of where he is right next to you, what he's doing, and it's just a matter of being aware and sensing that God is there. (laughs) Jehovah is there. The Lord himself, there. That's why when we took communion tonight, I just look at this as, it's an incredible opportunity to every time that we come back to the table to say, God, when I partake, when I, it's like, it's as if, remember on the, on the road to Emmaus when they, it was when Jesus began to break the bread and bless the bread that his, their eyes were opened, that Jesus was there. And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit wants us to live and abide in that place where we have this awareness that his presence is there to open and do things that we never understood he could do. And th- and there's a, there's a power that's being released for you to move you to the next place in him, right? So I, I'm just going to go over. It was is interesting because as I started going through my journals and I'm starting to write and I just begin to put everything in kind of some kind of chronological order on how it's going to, how this how he's going to express what he wants to express in this time. I felt like the Lord was speaking so clearly at the beginning of this mess. (laughs) Everyone say mess. And everyone say message. There's a message that he wants to give us out of the midst of the chaos. And I'm telling you, I just began to see the Lord's continued. Every other week he was speaking something fresh and new. And I think I was here preaching to the camera. I think it was kind of... It was weird but that's where we were for a few weeks and then we watched the Holy Spirit I just I sense and I see what he's doing and he began to speak to me and this was way back when Charlie was here as a matter of fact back in March back in March the 15th I know I I, I have things documented and that the Lord that's the first was that the first time no we Hogan right we saw you guys but I feel like there's something that the Lord is gonna open up so I'm just going to recreate. I'm just going to re-emphasize some things, because God wants to create something new. I believe that the Lord is going about to release a fresh mantle on the body of Christ. It's a, the, the the question is, are you ready to receive it? And I think we're hungry enough. Here we're hungry enough. But we want it to like multiply and open up. So I'm just going to re- release this. So the Lord gave me Isaiah 65, verse 17. Now listen, I'm going to say some things. That's why I spoke those things about the parables, about the kingdom. Because God's wanting us to enter into the kingdom realm and, and enter into the kingdom age. I think we've already, we've, I think... COVID-19 sealed the deal. We're just going to live there, and now the kingdom age comes because we don't know what's around the corner, but I know who's got it. And so I just want to go over some things. So the Lord just began to give me, I woke up really early one morning, and he, and he released this to me. For behold, I create, a new, create new heavens and new earth. The former shall not be remembered and, or come to mind. And I, I felt like the Holy Spirit spoke to me like this. He said, Holy, "He said this. Behold, look intently. I'm creating something brand new from heaven that will be birthed, that will birth something brand new on the earth. Every say, everyone say, birth something new. God wants to birth something new on the earth, but it has to first come from heaven. Your life has to be seen. You know, your your." perspective, Jesus wants us to look in the heavens and receive from heaven. The former ways will not be remembered because they will be overshadowed by the new thing that I am doing. What am I saying to you tonight? I'm saying that God is about to do something and whatever it looks like now, it will be overshadowed by the new thing that he's doing we are talking we're praying in the back about mantles and we Jen didn't know I was going here but we were praying about mantles and and I believe that mantles of AA Allen mantles of of Catherine Kuhlman, mantles of anyone who you think even even mantles that people were carrying to to gain wealth and and to see things uh, you know technology and all these things any type of mantle that you can believe for hello that the Holy Spirit wants to give us for, for businesses, for whatever, creative thinking, so that we can see the glory of the Lord in the earth. Through who? The church. And you are the Ecclesia. You were sent here to govern the earth. You were born again so that you would govern the earth. And that doesn't come by just being flippant with our casualty towards the Lord sometimes, and our casualty towards even gathering. We, and I don't mean that we ever, you know, have to be super like way overseer, I like the joy of the Lord I want to live in the joy of the Lord but I want the flow I want the wind of God I want to believe for I want to have expectation that every time we gather that he's going to flow and move and do whatever he needs to do and there is a prophetic just unction that he's releasing for the body of Christ right now and you can take it I'm telling you you can receive it and receive it and receive it and so he said this and so he said watch intently at what I'm about to do I prepared something at this time to be released in the midst of my glorious habitation to manifest in your time. And those were the words of the Lord that the Lord gave to me out of my journal. I'm like, what is that? is I'll take it to the bank. Because if we just engage with what God has in this time, if you could just believe a little longer for what God's going to do in the next season. I'm telling you, God's going to bring breakthrough. He's going to open doors. He's going to do things that we, and listen, I don't know what it all, it's all going to pan out to look like. But I do know this, that the Holy Spirit, that God says, call on me and I'll answer you. And I'll show you great and mighty things that you do not know. I, that Those are the things that we have to focus on. And listen, my, my mode of receiving information and discerning the times needs to be seriously these two things. I'll say it again. The Word of God and the Holy Spirit. I don't care what the evening news says. I don't care what your YouTube videos say. I don't care what any of it says. The Holy Spirit is the one that dictates what's about to happen in the earth. As long as the church will just actually partner with him and begin to look intently into his eyes and allow him to just come and and, and mentor you cuz the Lord wants to mentor you and and he'll bring mentors into your life but I'm telling you he's the one and I'm telling you there are prophetic voices that are on the earth now you need to discern what the right ones are cuz there's there's a there's a crew that are running with Jesus and there's a crew that's not And they have their own intentions in mind and their own, you know, things that they're trying to get for themselves. And, and, and anyway. So the Father has initiated. Everyone say initiated. He's initiated something. He's initiated something that we would, that the, the whole church would be awakened and the remnant of believers will, will supersede what we've seen in the past. But it's coming from likely a smaller group. It's called the church within the church. It's called those that that gather together and and just are abandoned to Jesus. And and I'm telling you there's something. So there's a genuine prophetic priesthood that's rising. It's already happening. You just have to join and step in. You don't need a secret handshake or none of that. You just got to go be with Jesus and read your Bible. And allow the Bible to speak to you in all of His glory. Because there's something that's alive in the Word that we're missing today, and I'm, this, these are the things I'm talking about eternal value. What is the value of the Holy Spirit to us tonight? What is the value of the anointing on your life today? What is the value of the Word of God in your life? These are serious questions that I'm asking tonight because that has to be preeminent above everything. Jesus must be preeminent. The Word. He is the Word. He's the Spirit. He's the, he's the life giver. He's the resurrection. He's the door. He's all these things that want to pull us up into a whole nother realm. And I'm going to show you at the end of the night because God is, God I know, He's going to raise a platform up for us to step onto tonight. And if you'll just receive it, something powerful will happen. So In this season, God is releasing the new from heaven to reveal the true apostolic, the true prophetic, the glory. It's a glory that's being released in this hour. Listen, evangelism is about to come and move in glory realms, not even in power realms. (laughs) <laughs> There's power in the glory, but I'm telling you, the power evangelism days are over. It's going to be glory evangelism. It's going to be a release of glory and, and, the, and the presence of God coming in and invading cities and towns. Yeah, it's going to be the last hour of ministry. So the Lord saw, I saw the Lord creating, sorry, I saw the Lord creating... It was actually being weaved by the angelic. And, and, and when I say things like this, please, you can judge me. It's all right. Every word can be judged. But I realize this, that God only speaks to me. He, he speaks to me in ways that, that I didn't choose. He just speaks to me in certain ways. So when he, ba- he gave, and I'm, I'm giving you pictures because God wants to release a picture in your mind of the angelic weaving something. Because if it comes from angels, I would think that it comes with a supernatural thrust on it. And guess who tells the angels to do what they're supposed to do? The king. So I'm believing that that what he showed me is not only true, but it will happen and manifest in my lifetime. In the very near future. Right? So I just saw this thing and it was electric blue and it was translucent. And the words on it said, abandoned intimacy. Intimacy. It was, in, it was. It had this silver inscription on it. It was abandoned intimacy. That means you don't care about anything else except for being abandoned to Jesus and our lives being completely given over to Him and the life that He has already put before us. And the hope of your calling comes all from that. It was weaved in pure silver. So you're going to get this picture, right? What's the, what is it? What is it? It's really the blue, the electric blue. It was electric blue. It was like not your normal, but it was like, you know, San Diego Charger blue. Come on. It was like this blue that, that breathes, it, it breathes re- revelation. It releases revelation. And the silver is the pure redemption of the Holy Spirit. The silver is coming because there is going to be a word that's dropped into you that will bring redemption, will bring power, will bring a prophetic unction that will break the yoke of darkness off of people. Whether you're in the business realm or whether you're in whatever we're doing. See, we got to get the mindset that it's always just church. It will be church. Yes, I, I agree. But there will be this realm that we step into in in media and platforms and different things that the Lord is looking to break things off of people. And it will come by our, our clean, clean vision. Because I'm telling you, God is about to give clean vision to people. It's not going to be polluted by man's thoughts. It's not going to be polluted by, me, by media. It's not going to be polluted by any of those other things. But there's going to be a real true word that's being released in this hour. And it's going to come from a people that are given to abandonment. So when the Holy Spirit begins to grip us, it's going to move in a pure, pure, redemptive flow. And to touch the church and the world and all those, right? And the Greater than we've ever witnessed in the past. I don't know. I can I can think of some crazy ministries. But I'm telling you, New England has such destiny. And I believe it's going to affect the rest of the nation if we just get on board with what he's doing. We're there. We're there. Just say we're there. Look at your friends. Say that we're there. Come on. So it's the clarity and I just see this clear new breed of prophetic ministry. I see this clear new breed of, of priesthood. I see this clear new breed just rising in the earth in this hour and bringing, bringing exactly what God has given them. Nothing more, nothing less. Nothing more, nothing less. This is the thing. Nothing more and nothing less because there's so much, I feel like we we get polluted with the things that we want to, and I'm, and I'm all for the hype and I'm all, you know me, I'm like, I'll get loud. But that's how God created me. It's not because I'm trying to pump people up. It's just how He created me. Right? So I'm not gonna be like really somber. It just doesn't work for me. I try to be relaxed. It just doesn't work. Maybe someday. Pray. Relax, high pastor. <laughs> fire, fire. Don't woo. Right? So the Holy Spirit's just beginning to reveal to the church all the riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God. That comes right from Colossians chapter 2 and 2, right? And it's the the awakened heart. Everyone's heart needs to be awakened in this hour. Listen, if you... I'm just going to say this, right? Tori's in the back. But I can cue what's about to happen in an evening by how I feel during the morning. And if you ever feel... I'm telling everyone who's hearing in this room, because sometimes people feel like I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna go. Oh, they moved service up. No, I'm not. Still not gonna go. I'm telling you, there's something in the atmosphere that's trying to knock stuff out. I came here. I prayed into it tonight. I know. I know that I know because when I said the, I said to Tori something. Just, I just said to her in the house. I go, listen. You got that feeling? And what that feeling is, when I say that to her, you got that feeling? That means, like, something's trying to put a blanket on you. Make me really lethargic. Like, pray for me. Pray for her. Pray for this whole ministry crew. Because I'm telling you, sometimes it's just like, if the pastor don't want to go, how are you going to feel? I'm telling you the truth. Most people aren't going to tell you the truth. (laughs) But I'm telling you the truth. Sometimes you just feel like you don't want to get up and go. Right? So I'm studying and I'm going all kinds of places today and I'm like, we had a great weekend last night. Let's just ride off. Last last weekend was great. Let's just ride off of that. No, no. God has something more and fresh He wants to do. So I'm saying that to pray. When I say to pray, like we had breakthrough in the back through pre-prayer, (laughs) pre-prayer. Power two in the back room. Right? Just praying. And praying in the Spirit. I'm telling you tongues will take us to where we need to go. Even if it's just like blah blah blah, you know uh, whatever. You think it makes no sense. But something's happening by the Spirit. And God is trying to bring breakthrough in everyone's lives individually so that we can see the whole crew go up high. And listen, do we do we value the corporate gathering? (laughs) It's four people. Do we evaluate the corporate guy? Come on. We're all excited when it's 100 of us packed in here. You can't even breathe. And, and no, we're, we're pretty full tonight. But I'm just saying, the reality is, we have to get our yo back. Like yo. Like what's happening? And you have to ask yourself, God, what is happening right now? When you feel that feeling. Like you just feel like stuck. And I know the enemy just wants to throw. He wants to cloak the meetings with blankets. He wants us trying to, you know, get us out of sync. You know, the music tapping out tonight. That was good too, right? It's all good. But I'm telling you, God's wanting to bring us to a high place where expectations are huge and high, the the spirit of God begins to move. And listen, anyone in here, you better learn to be able to reach out to one another and say, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling good. Can you just pray for me? Because that is the problem with the body, really. We don't get transparent before one another. We don't call one another. We just get in our funk and we don't do anything else. We just just sit in our corner. And the Lord's trying to break that because he wants to see real family in church. He wants to see real community. He wants to see all that. And so that there's there's something that the Lord wants to do with that. So, and then I just went to, eight, so it was the 15th and then April 1st. I got woken up early, early, early. Like really early, way earlier than even lately. I don't know, lately I can't sleep. But that's probably because my body's not moving like I used to. You know, when you were, I don't wonder how much BTUs I put out a day when I was working the stone pile. Because I have a feeling I'm, I'm like a, like a tenth of the capacity right now. Right? But it's not a bad thing. The Holy Spirit just began to speak to me one morning, woke me up, said, get up, pray for the president. I'm like, what? So I went and did what I was supposed to do. And as I'm praying and I felt breakthrough, I just prayed in tongues for 20 minutes for, for, for the president. Right? That's all. I don't know what to pray. I pray for him, prayed for his family, pray for whatever. And, but it was mostly praying in the spirit. Because when I don't know what to pray, that's how you pray. God put someone on your heart to pray just pray in the Holy Spirit just begin to you know machine gun the tongues of of angels just begin to machine gun the Holy Spirit in power right and that's what works it works it does work and so as I'm praying all of a sudden I'm sitting in my chair and I you guys this will be a repeat for some of you but I know this that the Spirit of God just began to I just felt a breakthrough and then I just waited Because I don't pray in tongues usually in my own time the whole time. I let, once I feel like I'm in, I just sit and wait for a minute. you got to wait on the Lord. you got to wait for what he's about to say. And so in doing that, I just felt this wave whack. It literally hit me. literally, literally, Literally just side of my head over me. Felt like I got hit with water the whole nine yards. Like I'm like, what is the ocean doing in my living room? And in that, I felt like him say, don't let the day take you by surprise. I was like, what? What does that mean? And I feel like he was, he was encouraging me that there's a new wave, there's a fresh wave. He actually told me it was the seventh wave. It was the wave of fullness. Come on, you're getting a lot of prophetic encounter tonight. But there's something that I feel like the Lord locked together. Because the mantles he wants to drop, he wants us to be in expectation, right? And so he began to show me things because he wants to, everyone say, God is extremely valuable to me. He's the most valuable thing. You need to just come and confess that to him. Lord, you're the most valuable thing to me on the earth. Like, you can take everything away from me, and as long as I have you, that's all that matters. That's where the church needs to be. If everything else is taken away, if my money, my home, if I'm in prison and and I'm like the apostle stuck in a prison somewhere and all I have to do is write on a piece of paper, if they give me paper, then I just need to be okay with that. Because he's the most important thing. He's the most desirable one. I have no other greater value than Jesus himself. There's just nothing else. Because when it's all gone, that's all we have left. He's the only one I have left. It's just him. And for you, it's the same. It's all I have. All I have is eternity. And what I've done on this earth to kind of get myself... Yeah, I'm looking for one of the 24 elders seats... Now, I'll take wherever he puts me. But you understand what I'm saying. You understand that 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 there's something that God wants us to step into that'll bring us way beyond any care of this earth right. And so I just I, I felt like he said it was gonna be a seventh-day wave. And in that he brought me to Exodus 24 which was interesting and I'll make sense of it in a second. But Exodus 24 we recall Verse 9 through 11. This is a powerful, powerful encounter that Moses had. And he wanted to bring the elders. He wanted to bring the 70 elders up with him. And they didn't want to go. But it says, then Moses went up, also Aaron, and the 70 elders of Israel, and they spoke then they saw the God of Israel. That's come on. This is Old Testament. They saw the God of Israel. And I'm gonna ask you tonight: who are you seeing? What are you seeing? What are your eyes fixed on? Because we need to come into this place where our eyes are fixed on Jesus. The author, the beginner, the the the, 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 the one who began everything and the finisher of my faith. The one who ended, he's gonna be the end. And the beginning. The Alpha and the Omega. He's the one, right? And it says that they saw the God of Israel and there was under his feet, and, and there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone. And it was like the very heavens in its clarity. But, but on the nobles of the children of Israel he did not lay his hands. They also saw God and they ate and they drank good stuff 24 verse verse 15 then Moses went up to the mountain and a cloud covered the mountain now the glory of the Lord rested on Sinai and the cloud covered covered it six days and on the seventh day say the the seventh day he called Moses out of the midst of the cloud the sight of the glory of the Lord was like consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. And ready? Verse 18. I love this. Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. He went up. He, he's, so here we go again. I'm just going to reiterate just putting a high value on encountering God. Putting a high value, right, in the midst of this, he gave him the tablets. He gave him the law. Right now, right in these moments, he, he just... This was when the, the law came to Israel. This is when the, the word of the Lord was really already birthed, right? Because we know Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. And so in that, I just want you to see, he had all this revelation. You think he just got ten commandments up there and walked out? No, just think of the unveiling. He saw all of creation being revealed. He saw the beginning When God spoke light and it cut darkness, He saw all these things. He saw all the things, all the history. He saw it. It was revealed to Him. And so I just want us to get our. Eyes fixed on this tonight, because there's something about the value of the precious Word of God. (laughs) I'm telling you, the more I meditate on it, the more I consume it, the more I, I get inebriated in the Word. The more He wants to move me into another realm with Him. And so I, listen, our lives need to be engaged with the Spirit, and engaged with Revelation, and We're invited. Everyone say, you are invited into the cloud. God wants us to be invited into the cloud. What, what happens in the cloud? Well, there's a great cloud of witnesses. There's a great cloud that we've already, they're, they're looking at us and speaking to us and declaring things over us. They are, they are. I don't care what your theology thinks about that. The cloud of witnesses begins to prophesy to you, begins to release things to you. And as you continue to step into your destiny, the more and more he begins to unfold things for you. And there, there is just places that the Lord wants to take us in this hour that I can't even really understand. But this is why tonight I'm like God. I'm not even stepping into half of what you've already revealed to me. So if I just get into these two things and I'll allow you to close with whatever you want, come on, you all—it's—it's available to everyone in the room tonight. Do you understand me? When I begin to, pro, I'm prophesying to you. I'm not prophesying I'm prophesying. I'm prophesying to you tonight, because there's something that the Lord wants to drop on you. I want to just be in the place where God dwells and lives. That's, that's where I want to be. And then when I get as the church or part of the church, God's gonna drop governmental things on us. Right? This is what this is about. The governmental decrees being dropped upon the church so that we acknowledge them and go forth with them all over the earth. The apostolic call <laughs> is that we go in, occupy until he comes. We don't shrink back. No. Because those, those that shrink back, they're, they're not walking in faith. Those that shrink back, they, they're not allowed. Listen, you're not allowed to shrink back. I'm declaring it to you tonight. You're not allowed to back up. You're not allowed to go backwards. You're only allowed to go forwards. And so I just want to, again, I want to just open some things up with this because the Lord began to speak to me about when he, actually after the wave hit me, I heard the Lord begin to speak to me about the clarity of heaven. About the clear things that were coming from heaven. As a matter of fact, when he came over to my left side and he began to speak, all I saw was diamonds being released. And I I know it's pretty high, high, like crazy things. But I feel like the Lord was saying, speaking something about this. It's about the place where you stand. And if we stand on what's the Word of the Lord, a pure Word from God, what's it? It's multifaceted. It has so many dimensions to it. The Word of God is not just one way, and you see it one way. The Word of God is multidimensional. And as, if we look at how many different mirroring images you can get off of a diamond, I'm telling you, God's, God's Word is even greater in capacity than that. So I say this to you tonight because I'm going to open up Revelation 4 and and Revelation 15 now, and we're, we're just going to look at it because I feel like the Lord said this. He said, "You are going to begin to." He said, "I want I want my church to begin to release things, and we need to stand upon what He says." Listen, even prophecy, right? Even the prophetic words that are given in Scripture, but prophecy from true and tested prophets. If they speak a word to you, I think this that you can step on it. And when you step on it, you're walking by faith and not by sight. Right? Remember, remember, remember this about Peter. Peter was told by the Lord, come, come. Lord, I'll, I'll step out if you just beckon me. If you just call me, I'll step out. And, and that's what he did. He began to step out. And what did he step out on? He didn't step out onto the water. He stepped out onto the Word. He stepped out on the Word of God. And God's calling everyone in this room to step out on the words that he speaks. To release the thing, to just begin to step into it, because when He releases things to you, it's not so He can (laughs) reassure us of something. I know that prophecy is there to encourage; it's for you something tangible for you to step onto. Like when I'm reading this, I just read that that out of Exodus. That's a prophetic word to me because it has a new dimension of what I understood it in the past. Are you understanding me? Because the word we have to have it has to have a value to it. It can't be like 10. Right? So Revelation chapter 4, because I want you to see, because when I saw the diamonds, you know, even going back over the words that I've I've been given, I just began, God began to open up into a whole new level. It's like when you speak about diamonds, this is what I saw. I saw Revelation 4 and 5. It said this, And the throne proceeded, from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunders, and voices. The seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne was a sea of glass like crystal, and in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures, four, four living creatures full of eyes, and in front and in back. And again, when when the four living creatures start moving around a room, if we're seated in heavenly places. <laughs> Yeah, come on, look at your neighbor say, you are seated in heavenly places. You are seated in heavenly places. Listen, your perspective is from heaven. And I want you to just see this because when, when, when this is an encounter that John's having and he, he sees the sea of glass, he sees everything, it's crystal. And it's because it's above where God's throne is. It's in the place where God lives. It, you begin to see how God sees the rest of the earth take note did I not get that? oh man give me this Revelation 15 because I want you to see this we got to get this and then I'll pray for you okay can we see if can you see if they can lose Tory for a minute? <laughs> More than a minute, but. Y'all are looking at 15 like bowls of judgment, what is happening. I just want to encourage you really, because we look at all these things that are happening in the book of Revelation, right? Context is everything. The grapes of wrath. The reaping of the earth's harvest. What, what, what might happen if all these things were happening culminating at one time? Which is extremely possible. Right? We'll just start at verse 1. It says, Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels. Wow, oh, wait a second. The first, the first thing that we read was seven angels. There were seven spirits of God. But these are different angels. Maybe. Are they? Ask the Lord. Having the seven plagues, for in them the wrath of God is complete. <laughs> okay. Hold down. Hold down the fort. And I saw something like a, like a sea of glass mingled with fire. And those, everyone, look at this. Those, I'm going to read this again. And those who have the victory over the beast, over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, standing on a sea of glass. Come on, somebody. Having harps, that means worship. That means glorious praise. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God and the song of the Lamb. I'm about to have a Pentecostal fit myself in a second. Great and marvelous are your works Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways O King of the saints who shall not fear you o lord and glorify your name for you alone are holy for all the nations shall come and worship before you for your judgments have been manifested and i can go on but i just want you to stop and back up because if if i go back to this it says this again and those go back to the beginning too, and I saw something like the sea of glass mingled with fire and those who have the victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name standing on the sea of glass can we just look at this prophetically can can I just make an assumption that it might actually mean something (laughs) and it's not end time confusion it's this that when we come into this place where the church is living from the throne. It doesn't say it was dead saints standing on the seat of glass. It doesn't say after the resurrection. I don't know. I look at stuff like that. What is God saying? He's saying this. He's saying the saints, those who have victory over the beast, over his image, over his mark, over his number. They're worshiping. Because they know who the desire of all nations is. They know who, ro- who rules and we know who's coming in full kingdom authority. But he's coming first through a church. He's coming first through a people. He's coming first in your life to come in a, such a way that that which he breathes over you you can stand on every breath. This word is the breath of God. This word is the, is spoken from heaven and given to us. It's something real. It's tangible, and I'm saying that to you tonight because I know, I know that I know that I know that the lightnings of God wants to be re- want to be released on your life tonight, and there is a fresh mantle that's dropping even now. And listen, you guys are going to get, like week after week, you're going to get chapter after chapter as I'm going. (laughs) Because I can't help but just give myself to completely, God, I want this. God wants to speak to you so clearly. And he doesn't want your words tainted by any of the nonsense that's out there. Listen, God is... His desire is to manifest the fullness of healing in the church. His desire is to fill the fullness of, of deliverance in the church. His desire is to release the fullness of all of who He is in His church and then He'll come. Come on, someone say Maranatha, because that's what it is. It's about bringing ourselves into alignment with what God's saying and allowing the mantle to drop that, God, you would release the purity of heaven. You would release the fullness and the clarity of revelation all my life so that I would walk in the fullness. Come on, someone, let's just stand together. It'll give me, give you some hope. But I'm telling you tonight, there's something he wants to deposit on you. And there's something he wants to bring in fullness to you. Listen, he wants to take, he said, behold, I do a new thing. And so as he's creating something brand new in heaven, even right now for you, come on, just begin to pray in the spirit and just look up to heaven. Just begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Please, please. As He begins to open things up, as He, as He calls us to step into the sea of glass. Because there's a place, He wants every saint in this place, every place, every person watching me on social media, He wants us to live out of this place of, of divine union, out of revelation, out of a place where we, where abandoned intimacy, abandoned intimacy with him. Where we come and we take and we begin to dine with God in such a way that we haven't before. And so just ask Him right now, God, God, just mantle me fresh right now. Just put your hands up to heaven and just say, God, would you just mantle me fresh right now? Just receive from the Holy Spirit right now. Come on, just begin to pray. I want you to pray a little louder. And we get, we'll begin to sing, but I just... Just begin to sing in the spirit because i believe that the mantles that are going to be released tonight as you steward them it's going to bring you up into the high place with god so god i thank you for all truth i thank you for all righteousness i thank you for the clarity i thank you for your redemption that's being released even now Lord, I thank you that you're writing a whole new thing, that the things that that were in the past are going to be overshadowed by the things that you do in my life right now. Right now, what you do in my life right now in these moments is going to be overshadowed. It's going to overshadow my past. It's going to overshadow my past. Everything that I've I've experienced in the past is going to overshadow. It's going to make it just just a, a mere, mere light memory. And we thank you, God, for that tonight. So, Father, I pray right now that, Father, everything I've released, Father, tonight, Lord, that I don't have to persuade anyone that you, right now, by your Spirit, will do it. Father, right now, by your Spirit, just keep praying, guys. Listen, 20 minutes in the Holy Spirit is nothing, nothing, nothing. Wait till eternity. We're going to be praying in angelic tongues the whole time talking to angels come on is there's going to be this thing there's this place that god wants to take us and i know he's dropping things right now so god we thank you lord no persuading persuasion by the spirit tonight persuasion by the holy spirit tonight releasing all of who you are right now releasing fresh mantles lord clearing our eyes and our ears so that we can hear you the pureness of the holy spirit we can hear the purity of god the purity of the spirit of god and nothing holds us back from that and lord those every one of us father everyone lord wisdom revelation understanding lord let it come let it come let it come let it come